Hallo en welkom bij aflevering 34 van de Stouting Off podcast. Just as I said in the opener there, hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Stouting Off podcast, where we spout off nonsensical commentary on the everyday. I am joined live in studio, as always, by my producer, Jordan. Jordan, Happy New Year. And how are you? Doing great. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Now, this is our first episode, our second episode in the new year. First episode was this past Monday with Jesse David Green. But this is our first episode of the new year, 2021. I thought a light just turned on out there, but it was the train pass, like sunlight <laughs> just broke through. But anyway, our first episode of the new year in the home studio. Feels good. This is the birthplace of the Stouting Off podcast. This is my birthplace, actually. I don't know if you knew that. I was actually born in this room. Not exactly, but there was a there was a um, there was a rebirth when this podcast started. A rebirth of stout, and that's why there's such a special affinity I have for this room. It's great to be here. I have the lava lamp. I have the picture of the original Waterboys trip. Me and Matt Dykla, Johnny Nagel, Will Woodington. I have, of course, the snake plant might be out of frame, but I'm going to pull it in. I mean, just all my creature comforts, my bourbon collection, my. Of course, my hand car coffee, which we talked about with Jesse um, in episode 33. If you guys haven't tried that yet, it's really, really good. And he was kind enough to give me a parting gift when we left. And it was that that uh, wonderful hand car blend from Populous Coffee. So if you go to Populous, populous.coffee, you can go there and find their hand car blend. And it's just really good. They'll ship it to you, right? You, you ordered one? Yeah, I did right away. It's uh, awesome too. It's really good. The you don't want it to go away. No, you don't. I'm smelling the back of it, and it smells like. To me, it smells like peanut butter cookies. Um, yeah. You said it like you kind of on the palate. You get cinnamon. Don't, yeah, like cinnamon, cinnamon toast, cinnamon or toast? something yeah. like that. Yeah, love cinnamon. Like cinnamon sugar toast. Gosh, it was so. It's so good. This stuff is really good. Um, that's not too light, is it? Like for a for a purist coffee drinker, I put too much cream in there, didn't I? Maybe no, it's, it's okay. It's I okay. Mean, it isn't too light. It's like the color of like an iced coffee. Somebody replied back last time I talked about how much cream I like in my coffee. Um, I think it was just on the Instagram story, and he said, "My wife says she loves her coffee the color of a band aid. <laughs> you know, just like really <laughs> pale and like yeah, it's like all cream." Um. But yeah, this is really good. This glass that I'm drinking out of is a Guinness glass that I got from um, this like bar and restaurant. Maybe it was on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that would make sense if it was Guinness. And they were doing etching on your glass. Oh, that's cool. And I'm there with actually a couple guys. Matt Dykel was there. And I think maybe the other guys from this picture to my right were here as well or there as well. And we're all like, what should we get on, the, on our glassware, you know? And I got a Michael Scott quote that said, would I rather be feared or loved? Easy, both. <laughs> <laughs> and like a couple of the other guys got some funny stuff. And Dykla is like rat, like racking his brain. What should I put on there? What should I put on there? He was last in our in our line, so we were all already back at the table. And he gets in, when he comes back with his glass, he pulls out his glass. It just says St. Patrick's Day, two thousand sixteen. 
Like, that's so lame. We roasted him for like 45 minutes after. Oh, dude, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, what? Yeah, what a caption for your glassware experience. Wow. Could have got it anywhere. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, he's a, Matt is a notoriously indecisive guy, you know? So he probably got up there. He hadn't decided yet. And he was probably just like, uh, okay, St. Patrick's Day, 2016 or whatever year it was, maybe 17. How long did it take to do the etching? Oh, it's quick. Like you said it's you like, were standing in line. Yeah. It, it was uh, it laser or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I, I think it was laser, but I don't know. Um, the only reason it took a while is because so many people wanted a free glass. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love this glass. I love drinking out of big glasses. Did you hear that, by the way? Yeah. What was it? Probably my vasomotor rhinitis acting up. <laughs> <laughs> now that that now that that cat is out of the bag, so many things will come to make sense. Like, why does it sound like Drew is snoring, but he's not sleeping? He's just like this. It's because there's <laughs> blockage up here, dude. <laughs> hmm. Trying to um. Trying to figure that out. Maybe I'll get some surgery someday. My dad's gotten surgery up here in his nasal canal. I think he's got the same thing. He snores so loudly. Ticks me off. And when we were kids and we would go to movies and stuff, the second the lights go down, he's asleep. <laughs> so that's that was annoying. And then B, since he's asleep, he's now snoring. And we're trying to watch GoldenEye or something. And we're like, dude. It had, in the we're, in the, we're in the previews. Yeah. <laughs> I Oh my gosh. I went to the movies with my mom and a friend of both of ours. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you this woman's name to put her on blast because what I'm going to say is funny and I don't want her to be identified. Okay. Yeah. Close friend of both of ours. And we go to the movies and I forgot what we saw. My mom, me, my mom, and this, this woman, she, it was probably only like four or five years ago too. So not like I was an adult, you know? Yeah. And during the movie, I'm hearing sounds coming from my right where she is sitting. It's like this. And I look over. She's sleeping, but like moaning. Dreaming? I don't know. Yes, maybe. But she was like moaning in her, like not like a, sexual moan but i don't know it was just weird yeah uh, i don't want to get up to go to the movies <laughs> <laughs> no i don't want to watch this movie i don't want to wake up and watch this movie that i paid 15 dollars to see <laughs> i don't want extra butter <laughs> it was like that and i again roasted her the second we walked out of there actually i probably gave her a little elbow like this what are you doing are you good so that was wild <laughs> dude that's funny but now that i'm getting older at the age of 32 here i understand just something about being still and warm in a dark place like in like a movie theater yeah dimly lit yeah it's relaxing as heck yeah when you went and saw polar express were you no, you were in IMAX and you were emotional. So it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was 3D. It was 3D. Jude was there. Yeah, man. Did he make it through the whole movie? 
Yeah. Really? Like, wow. Good. Good. Oh for him. my gosh, man. This was this was a true test. You know. Yeah. Not going back into it too much, but like it was a true test to see if he could outlast the movie, and he did. If this is your first time listening to to this podcast, Jordan's three year old son Jude uh, went to the movies for maybe the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He went to the Greatest Showman when he was like nine months old, but that's it. Okay. But now that he's like a actual little boy, yeah, you know, yeah, this is the first time, and it was awesome. It was the stress test, and he passed. Yeah, and he got scared, and he made it made me love him more. It's okay because buddy, he I needed me. He needed you. Yeah, that was good. That's that's awesome. Um, any New Year's resolutions for you or the family or anything like this? Mm, nothing specific. No, you. Of course, I just want to get in better shape and. Um, just tighten up discipline in some different areas. Want to read more. Want to, um, yeah. Want to do better in my job. Just things like that. Just yeah. honestly, discipline is the key for all those things for me though. Focus, discipline, you know. Um, what about those people who are like New Year's resolutions are for weak, you know, they're, they're stupid. They're foolish. If you want a new, if you want to make a New Year's resolution, just start today. I'm like, I kind of get what you're saying, but at the same time, the the beginning of a new year is a great place to start. For sure, yeah. Um, new Year's resolutions, of course, fail for lack of actual true conviction for wanting to do those things. But if somebody, like, I've, I've had New Year's resolutions stick before, you know? Yeah. I want to floss and brush twice daily. There we go. Yeah. I've been doing that for years now, but it started as a New Year's resolution. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, some the people who who act like that. I'm like, firstly, get off your high horse. Secondly, if I want to have a good week, like for for like diet, or if I want to exercise every day in a given week or whatever, I'll start on Monday. It's a perfect place to start. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yep. Similarly, New Year's Day is a great place to start for sure. It's a new chapter, new chapter, a new book, new season. Not a new book, but a new chapter. Yeah, new volume. You get to say, yeah, I started this at the at the beginning of the year. Not, I started this on June 12th, 2019 yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, for sure. June 12th. That, why does that day hold significance for me? Ooh, I don't know. My brother's birthday is July 12th. Are you thinking that of that? Must, <laughs> that must be it. It's a month before your brother's birthday. <laughs> your 30-day reminder to get him a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but every time I drive up to Michigan... And I passed through Dayton. I always text your brother and vice versa. Yeah, he Just told a, me that. a quick Dayton update. I he don't actually, know why. He actually said that you didn't this time around on your way up. Oh, and he was you like, might be right. I, I was concerned. He's like, I was I knew Drew was driving it. up today and I never got a text that he passed through Dayton. Oh, it's because I didn't pass through Dayton. I took that detour route that you okay. told me about. That's why. Yeah, you, you passed right over it. Yeah, yep. it added an extra 30 minutes or something, but I, the interstate was shut down there. But on the way back... I sent him, him. I sent him like a, I, while driving, don't judge me. I'm sorry, but I I was on cruise control and I was perfectly positioned in an empty lane, nobody around. And I quickly Googled greetings from Dayton postcard and there was one. (laughs) So I just sent him, I sent him like a screenshot or I copied and pasted it. That's awesome. Speaking of screenshot, what about when moms on Facebook will have pictures uploaded or something but it's screenshots of pictures and it says like 261 out of you know like out of their album count yep 
That kind of hurts that me. That happens. It happens all what too much. What about people who will screenshot the picture and post it, but it was a screenshot before the picture was fully loaded, <laughs> so it's super blurry. <laughs> They didn't give it time to render out a little bit. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that hurts me as well. We're not friends of that. Hurts. Here on here on the Stouting Off podcast family and community, we do not subscribe to such ideals. Yeah. We oppose them and we categorically reject them. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a strong position there, but honestly, it's warranted. Wait for it to load. Wait for it to load and then download the full quality picture. Yeah. Save the photo. Yeah. Or at the very least, if it's one of those places where you can't, screenshot and then crop. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You don't come here to learn this stuff, guys. You should know this already. But for real, though, if you want more information on that, DM us and we'll we'll info share. Okay? We'll help you through it. We'll help you through it. We'll share the tribal knowledge, you know. Speaking of that, did you, um, not tribal knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tribal knowledge, how do you make your arrowheads nowadays? <laughs> I need some advice on spearing fish. <laughs> um, did you hear or see the meme going around that was like my New Year's resolution is 1080p? No, I like oh. Oh, I I it's whatever. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't make me chuckle out loud, but it would make me be like, all right. Yeah. Good idea. It kind of took like 2020 years for for me to see that. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of crazy to see, to not see that last year or the year before or oh, the year before. Yeah. So like it's, in you're saying it's not a new meme? It is a new meme. But what, you're, but what you're saying is how did somebody not say come yes, up with that prior yeah, to now? Yeah. That's and maybe they good. did. Maybe they did. Maybe I just didn't see it. Yeah. No, that's, it took and that me 2,020 years to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long 2,020 years. <laughs> That's ultimately on you, Jordan. You got to own that one. Yeah, true. You got to wear that one. Um, yeah, so that's good. That's good. What did I want to talk about? Oh, yo. So on a recent episode, I talked about my gym crush, right? When I mm-hmm. humiliated myself in front of her downtown Detroit when she was on a date and I was with the boys and we were rolling like a little wolf pack and I ran, I walked into a tree, embarrassed myself and then, so that's cool. So I haven't, you like, I said in that episode, which I think was only like maybe two episodes ago, that I like having, it's fun to have a gym crush because then you see that person at the gym and you're motivated to rip and you're motivated to exert and try and sweat and do all the things, get the heart rate up above 170, okay, which is all true for me. And so there's a there's a gym crush here at my Nashville gym and we've never spoken, of course, but she's there every day at the same time. And she recently showed up extremely pregnant. She's suddenly very pregnant. No kidding. I see her every day. And now she suddenly looks like she's like six months pregnant. And I walked up to her and I said, you got pregnant when I specifically asked you not to? That's Michael (laughs) Scott. That's Michael Scott from The Office now streaming on Peacock. Yeah. And I'll get to that in a second. But she's suddenly very pregnant. Which, good for her. You know, I want her to be happy. She deserves to be happy from what I can gather. Um, But yeah, I was disappointed about that at the same time. Yeah. It's got to be startling. She doesn't wear a ring though. So, I don't know. Maybe some people don't like to wear rings when they work out. Do you? Yeah. You do? You're wearing that ring. 
Yeah, it never comes off. Even shower? No, never. Even during woodworking? Never. Even when you're operating heavy machinery on like an assembly line or something and there's moving parts that might grab your ring? Yes. (laughs) Still not taking it off. Even if it violates company safety policy? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Still not taking this off. not taking it off. Jimmy Fallon some years ago had this thing happen to him where he, in some freak accident, like slammed his hand by the counter and it like snagged his ring and he almost had to get his finger amputated because it yeah. did some major nerve damage or something. He, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. It's pretty wild. I mean, I remember always getting told, you know, especially in like shop class, like no loose jewelry, necklaces, rings, things like that. Yeah. You never like to, to, to see an accident like that go sideways. Yeah. Um, the office is now streaming on Peacock, NBC streaming app. And people are up in arms about it. Why? Because it's been on Netflix for a very, very long time. And everybody has Netflix. That's like, I would say probably the most popular platform for streaming, followed by maybe Hulu. And I'm just shooting from the hip here. I don't know for sure. But many people are upset about Michael Scott and the Dunder Mifflin employees now on Peacock. Because it means to many people, I got to get another streaming subscription service. true. Which I get. Dude, I would really love Disney+. Plus. To watch just like some of the movies, like I'd love to see Heavyweights on there and yeah. Mighty Ducks and whatnot. But I think that's another one that's like over ten or fifteen bucks a month. Oh, it's like six ninety nine. It is, and also you can just log into mine if you want to watch that. True. Or can just come over, make you guys some curry. Yeah. Settle in for some heavyweights. Yep. Ben Stiller's first, one of his first feature films. He was exceptional in it, and he was ripped. Heavyweights, nineteen ninety. I've never seen it. Five or so. It's great. The whole cast, most of the cast from Mighty Ducks was in that as well. Yeah, like Goldberg, right? Goldberg was in that. Keenan was in that. Um, uh, Jerry Gar- Garner, um, he's a character in that who's also in Heavyweights. He's like one of the figure skaters. Um, yeah, or Mighty Ducks, I meant. So that's cool. Um, do you remember Excuse Night? Yeah. I was I was talking with somebody recently about... So we've talked about this on the cast, I think. I don't think we have. Maybe not. I was talking with somebody recently. There's the train. Choo-choo. <clears throat> Again, if this is your first episode that you've ever watched or listened to of the Stouting Up podcast, we're shooting from my house here in Nashville, and I live backed up to train tracks. So you'll occasionally hear a train horn coming or going, um, and that's fine. It's a part of the experience, and I hope you like it. And honestly, it adds. It adds to the ambiance. Like you feel like you're in the room with us. Yep. Trust me. I know how you feel. And so did I talk about this before? I don't think I have. Well, I'm just going to go through it briefly. If you've already heard the story, fast forward. I don't think I have though. Maybe not. Okay. So I used to house sit. Okay. No, let me give you context as to why I thought about this just a few days ago. I was talking with somebody about scary movies and I said, I would rather watch a like a, a slasher movie film or movie <laughs> horror film than like something like paranormal activity or something that's like kind of like demonic or you know supernatural because I actually do believe in the supernatural and I do believe that like the demonic realm exists 
And I just don't even really want to fill my mind with thoughts of like, I don't really want to think about that and, and see it and entertain those things, you know? Yeah. And so I was talking about that and I said, in fact, <laughs> fun story. I brought a ghost into somebody's home one time and here's how it happened. <laughs> I used to house sit for a very wealthy family and they lived right by the college I went to. So, you know, and I loved this family too. I know them, you know, quite well really good family and I would house sit for them. And when (laughs) they were right by my college and when I would house sit for them, occasionally I would have friends come over, whatever, et cetera. And I really liked this girl at the time, but it was early on. I knew her from youth group or like college group. It was early on. I don't even know if we'd hung out maybe one or two times before that, maybe. And so I was like, she probably wouldn't be comfortable just like coming over and hanging out with me because I don't know if she is into me or not. So why don't I just put together a movie night with a bunch of our friends because we had a lot of mutual friends. And so I do that and you were in on that. Yeah. And and Jordan aptly named it excuse night because the whole thing, uh, the whole thing, getting everybody together, movie night, ordering pizza, all that was just a big excuse to hang out with this girl. Okay. <laughs> and so everybody gets over or watching paranormal. We watch paranormal activity, <laughs> scary movie. And like a home theater setting. In a too. home theater, dark in their big basement. basement. Yeah. Um, and so we watch that movie. Everybody goes home. Everyone I'm left in that house with their two dogs, huge house. And, the house operates off of like is all based off this long, big, oaky wood hallway, long, tall, wide hallway. And of course there's a mirror at the end of the hall. I mean, that's goes without saying. Yeah. Scary house has to be a mirror there where you can see things going on behind you. Um, that has nothing to do with what happened next. So I go to sleep that night, scared, probably had to take a couple of melatonin. Help me set my mind at ease. Wake up the next morning. I am doing math homework at the kitchen counter. And I hear a voice in the house. I hear a girl's voice say, Mom? And the dogs the dogs start barking. They know something's up. Yeah. And I go around the corner at the end of that hallway there's a little girl. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. But I did hear a girl's voice in the house say, mom. Yeah. And the dog started blasting and I quickly grabbed my stuff, got out of there. And I went back later with like a friend or something. I had to stay there again. And I was laying there in bed that night and I rolled over and there was a little girl in the bed. (laughs) That was it actually. So I just keep coming up with scenarios and I, and I went to leave the next morning and I go to my car and there was a girl in my car putting the car in reverse <laughs> saying, mom. <laughs> and I called the, the person who owned the house. A little girl answered. She said, mom. No, but I did that. The whole thing, none of that happened except for the girl's voice in the house saying, mom. And then the dog's barking, which the dog's is barking, an affirmation. That which is happened. an affirmation that it wasn't just a whatever. Yeah. They didn't, they weren't like skittish dogs either. They weren't, the kind of dogs that would just like pop off for no reason. Yeah. That's crazy. So dude. scary. Can't Ex- imagine. Excuse night. Um, 
It was fun though. Otherwise, that was like the dead of winter too, if I remember right. I think so. Snowy. I think so. I was listening to Reliant K Christmas on my way there. I oh, really? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I've uh, like in my college years, I house sat for slash dog sat for that family many times, and one time, I, um, I went out there, like on a Thursday night, um, because they had left earlier that morning. Went there on a Thursday night. Open the door, alarm starts going off. I tripped the alarm somehow, don't know how. And then I start hearing voices in the house. And again, I look down that long hallway, and the homeowners are actually still there. They were, and it was like one in the morning. They're like, Drew, what are you doing here? We leave tomorrow. I goofed up. Oh, no, really? I majorly goofed up. Came out in his boxers. <gasps> I said, I'm, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be here. And we laughed about it. 30 bucks a day though. <laughs> 30 bucks a day. It's good money, you know, when you're a young guy. Heck yeah. Young upstart individual, you know. Also too, um, did you just have to turn around and drive home? This tastes like a peanut butter cookie. Yeah. Because home. that wasn't fun. No. It, it was, was probably 35, 40 <clears throat> minutes out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't be here. Sorry. <laughs> and I went to get back in my car and there was a little girl with a chauffeur's hat on. She said, get in. You can go to sleep in the back seat. I'll drive you. She said, mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I went there after I was at church though that night, which was only about 20 minutes from okay. there. But even so I had to go back, make a 30 to 35 minute pilgrimage back home. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Um, well, that's all I wrote down. <laughs> Might have a shorter episode today. I did a lot of celebrating over the Christmas and New Year's holiday. Um, not to say like I went off the rails or anything, but I had a lot of bourbon. And so I'm doing dry January and not having any bourbon over uh, January. So that's going to be good because I want to, I want to, I want to love the spirit. You know, I want to really, really, really always have a special experience whenever I sip bourbon. And so when you step away from something, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Did I say that kind of fun? Like kind of weird? Distance. I was like, (laughs) distillation makes the heart grow fonder. Dissonance. Dissonance always makes the heart grow fonder. So I'm going to do dry January. I know a lot of people do that because you're coming off holidays and you know, it's just a lot of excess, you know, a lot of like food and snacks and whatever else, but also a lot of bourbon. And so, as I look at my collection, I'm just saying, hey, you guys, hey, you guys, I'm going to be back in a little bit. Yeah. Four weeks or so. See you guys. Um, I haven't thought about doing that. Um, you know. Yeah. No. Another thing about that, though, is like, so I live by myself, obviously, and much of this past year was spent just at home chilling, you know, yeah. cause like everything's shut down and can't go out and hang out with friends and stuff like for the most part. So like you don't want to slip into those like habits of just like having, you don't want it. I don't want it at least to be too normal. I don't want like, right. like having bourbon to be like just having a cup of coffee, you know? Right. It's 7 PM. Yeah. You don't pour the bourbon now. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Like, yeah. Um, and honestly, if I'm being extremely vulnerable, like 
my family has like alcoholism runs in my for generations in my family you know yeah and so i'm by no means am i like uh, am i anywhere in that neighborhood for sure i'm not but i don't even want like a foothold to be there you know yeah so um i'm not saying like i gotta take off january because i'm just i'm out of control it's like no let's just create like really really safe and healthy and good boundaries yeah, you know, I mean, even for your mean, body, just giving it a little shock is always good for your body. Yeah, too, like I'm taking it. Like I'm, I'm trying to taper off coffee too. I'm not gonna say it's my New Year's resolution, but I'm for sure not gonna be having like six cups of coffee per day like I have been for the past year and a half. Yeah, um, that's so. pretty good, by the way. Like a lot of people. I mean, I remember growing up with you. I mean, let's say high school and beyond, up until a year and a half ago. Where you wouldn't touch coffee. No, I wasn't interested. I don't like hot beverages. That's why. And I feel like iced coffee and specifically cold brew, I didn't even know about until like a couple years ago. Yeah. Was that a thing? Maybe I'm sure it was, but. Cold brew got popular in a different way. Iced coffee, I feel like has always been like at McDonald's, but you know. Yeah. Coffee and iced coffee. I think I, I think I started drinking coffee on tour one time just because like. You're not sleeping a lot and you're working a lot. Yeah. And the boys all love coffee. So, yeah. sure, have some coffee. And then I was like, I actually really like this stuff. Yeah. I like the taste of coffee. And you it know what's fun? Do, it doesn't do anything for me anymore. Really? Yeah. I do it out of habit in the morning. And because it's you, like a treat. Like you like your hot, you know, hot coffee, right? Yeah. It's a treat to have something warm in the morning. Yeah. You know? But I could have that at 1030 p.m. And then go to sleep right afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Your your body develops like tolerance for things in different ways. Yeah. Like I know with alcohol, for example, if someone if someone has, say, a, a drink per day, they're going to have a much higher, higher tolerance than a person who has a drink once a week. Sure. Um, fun fact, there is a, within your liver... Of your liver cells, your liver cells are rich with this particular organelle called uh, smooth endoplasmic reticulum. Endoplasmic, you, you've heard of that term, right? Endoplasmic, yeah. endoplasmic reticulum. And um, I believe it's different from rough ER because it doesn't have ribosomes on it. But anyway, smooth ER helps to um, manage like toxins and yeah, like I guess, yeah, toxins and other perhaps potentially harmful things that you don't want just like your blood filled with. So when you consume alcohol, the smooth ER in your liver cells are really active, you know, like, and they will actually, when you consume more and more of it over time, your liver cells begin to produce more smooth ER to deal with it. So that's really what alcohol tolerance is. Oh, I see. Is your liver cells adapting to the conditions that you're subjecting them to by producing more of this particular machine, basically, in yeah. your cells. So, like, fight it off faster. Yeah. it's Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's really cool. And $60,000 degree, and all I have to show for it are just little fun facts, you know? But it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's cool. Remember when we were in Florida? I moved to Florida a long time ago. Yeah. And... We were walking outside of my apartment in Florida, and you're like, you see these leaves right here? 
And I was like, yeah, because they were like slightly folded up. You're like, this means that they're thirsty and they're like adapting so that if it does rain, then the rain will go right into that like slot and go right to the root. Yeah, it's really cool. Plants are wild like that. Yeah. Nature is wild like that. That's what this snake plant, I mean, if you look at the funnel shape of these leaves, the this plant is adapted for an environment that you don't, that, that is not rich in water, that does not get rained regularly. You know, like this can live in warmer climates. So that every... These, this thing is adapted so that whenever it does rain, it's like I'm taking every drop of this. It's yeah. not just going to hit my leaves and fall off. Like I'm targeting all the rain toward my roots. That's how this thing operates, the snake plant. That's I how I operate my life. <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't know what that would mean. <laughs> targeting all the rain to my roots, where I came from. Yes. And to which you will return. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's funny that you remember that. Yeah, that's cool. That was in 2012? Uh, 11. 11. I Wait. went back to Florida yeah. in 2012. And um, I went back to Disney. It was fun. Yeah. We went to Disney that day. And Ben Daig put my ticket on his dad's credit card. Oh, and said, really? And the deal was that I would wash his dad's car in order, in exchange for the Disney ticket. And I never washed it. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> yeah i owe you a car wash john daig uh do you remember that that's great so anyway that's <laughs> <laughs> that was epcot day right it was epcot yeah man. no 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 fun. we didn't go to epcot i don't think so oh no ben what? and i went to epcot the last day that i lived there oh the next morning because oh, i left before y'all right yeah. or them or ben at least yeah um that's right I've never been to Epcot. We went to um, Bubba Gump for Ben's birthday and they like the entire restaurant saying, uh, I might be able to f- find that video if I do. Cool. Yeah. If you find it, toss it up and yeah. see what it's saying. But um, I, did we go on the mummy ride at Universal? Yeah. Did Wait. we go to Universal? Maybe we didn't. Wait. Uh, I'm confusing. Maybe we had a brother's trip. Mm, yeah. I feel like we went on the mummy ride. Yeah, I think so. Not even the Magi can save you now. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah. I went back a year later and just continued to ride the crap out of that ride. But I've, yeah, I've been there so many times. That's that's the problem. That's the real problem. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> you know some people, dude. Some people spend way too much time going to Disney. It's like... Adults, I mean, I know several like married adults that I can think of that go to Disney like more than once a year. It's weird to me. I have friends who have season tickets. Well, if you're local, that's different. I have friends who have season tickets that live in Birmingham, Alabama. That's a That's a drive. Is it the newly engaged guy? No. That's Knoxville. Does he have season tickets? Yeah. Wow. But he's a big Disney guy too. Big Disney guy. Shout out Drew Hornback. Loves Disney. Yeah, he's a supporter of this podcast. We appreciate him. Um, now we're pontificating and I'm ready to wrap up. Do you have anything else that you want to add, Jordy? No. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. We didn't um we didn't add any cues today. No applause or no anything else's, but I think we were just kind of flowing. 
Yeah. I liked our conversation tonight. Me too. Did you really? Yeah. Same. Let's well, see what January has for the podcast. I'm interested to see. I mean, 2021 though. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll evaluate one, every month. We'll take it one month at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, I would like to button up this episode by saying Happy New Year to the Stouting Off podcast family, the community that keeps this podcast the number one podcast in America and soon to be the world. But I would like to um, to say thanks for listening. It's great to be back. We've got some great things in store for you this year. And thanks as always for listening to the Stouting Off podcast where we spout off commentary on the everyday. <laughs>